I'm left there with my thoughts And the image of you being with someone else Well, it's eating me up inside But we ran our course We pretended we're okay Now if we jump together At least we can swim far away from the wreck we made Then only for a minute I want to change my mind Cause this just don't feel right to me to you all out there this Sunday evening. I'm Alan Moore and you are listening to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. We have a jam-packed and even fun-packed show lined up for you this evening and even a familiar voice back in the studio with us. Yeah, that is true. Okay, in a moment, we're going to go out to two men, to our man in Siberia, Andrew Flint. We're going to speak about Russia's recovery on the road to Qatar under Mr. Valery Karpin. Uh, plus, this weekend's RPL action with a few surprises thrown in. And, of course, we'll look ahead to next week's uh, games and the return of European football. Yes, we have two of our capital clubs in action this week. And of course, we have uh, some KHL to look forward to as well and NFL. But anyway, in the second, we're going to go to Leeds to editor-in-chief of Goal.com, a good friend of our show, Peter Staunton. He is going to be there waiting for us. He's going to speak about Cristiano Ronaldo's return. And we cannot, we will not mention Mayo. 
Okay, I'll leave that there right now. And of course, in the third part, we will or part three, we will have the big fat filthy quiz. Plus, Peter uh, P. He has a NFL preview for us, so that is going to be nice and exclusive for us. And of course, everyone is going to pick who they think is going to go all the way to win the Super Bowl this. Uh, well, actually, next year, it'll be next January. Okay, it's kicking off course tonight. And I spoke with uh, a friend of ours, Alexander Zotov, not too long ago. So he's going to be tuning in to the Washington football team. They are playing, of course, uh, well, still without a proper name. And of course, I'm delighted to have in the studio with us back after an exile. I won't say why he was exiled, Mr. Andy Mack. Andy, how are you doing? It's impossible to get a PCR test in a dungeon. <laughs> you can get swabbed, but not a PCR test. <laughs> Actually, remember we were speaking about the different types of swabs? Because they are, like, I was told, I was told that if I go to Uzbekistan, right? Now, maybe our Uzbek listeners, because we have quite a few of them here in Russia and in Uzbekistan as well. You can tell me, is it, I, they said that you'll have to get swabbed, not in your mouth and not in your nose. Um, I think the theory is that... One of the variants was more gastric rather than coffee, although that probably involves both with that type of swab. Yeah, I just hope they you know, put the right in then first. Like, you know, don't reuse your swabs, people. Right, uh, as we are speaking, of course, uh, in just a couple of hours' time, actually in, in less than one hour's time, uh, Daniel Medvedev is going to take on the joker, the man who doesn't eat bread, doesn't eat meat, and just seems to keep winning Novak Djokovic, of course, uh, in the US Open men's final last night, of course, the British Romanian Taiwanese lassie she won. What do you call her? Radu Chana. <laughs> Born in Canada. Born in Canada, exactly, yeah. Uh, she got, of course, a, a, got a greeting from the Queen on court, so well done to Radu Chanu. Uh, it is NFL action right now. It is in the third period, uh, or third quarter even, uh, between the Steelers and the Bills. The Bills are ahead 10-3. Okay, now remember, folks, we're giving away two special tickets to Spartak Moscow against Ska St. Petersburg. That's in the KHL game on Tuesday. Okay, 7.30 the puck drops. You just have to text into us plus 795-1111053 hashtag hockey. That's all. Hashtag hockey. And you will be in to win two tickets, okay? Because um, this is sold out. These tickets are exclusive to Capital Sports. No one else has them, people. Nobody else has them except for us. Okay. So, uh, having a bit of a look back over this weekend's action in the Russian Football Premier League. Um, well, it went as we predicted last week. Spar- well, Zenit beating Ahmad. Loco beating Krylia Sovetov only 2-0, but still a good one. That was on Saturday. Uh, Spar- uh, Spartak beating Himki 3-1. The shock or two of the shocks were Arsenal drawing 2-2 with Siska. Of course, that was down in Tua. And Dinamo losing 2-0. Or sorry, 2-1 at home to Nizhny Novgorod. Um, Andrew Flint, we didn't predict that. You definitely said that Dinamo would get that <laughs> win against Nizhny Novgorod. You either lied to me or you were wrong. So which is it? <laughs> I would never lie to you. Wouldn't dream of that, Adam, would <laughs> um, No, I mean, <laughs> in, in all fairness, Dinamo looks very comfortable in control. But just, it's like, they just hung on to a 1-0 lead. Initially, two really good breakaway goals. Um, a Canadian fellow, Rich Lord Ennin, was fantastic for the second goal. Ran half length of the pitch. He's got two assists in three games now, so he could be could be a diamond in the rough for them, but that is a major turn-up for the books. Major. Okay, and of course, the 2-2 draw, I mean, Andy Mack, we just mentioned that, like, uh, Andy, you were just saying it's like Spartak were, or sorry, Siska, they, they, they threw it away. They were very, very poor. Yeah, really disappointing. The you know when you go in front against a team like that so early, you'd think, okay, here we go. Like you said, kick on. Maybe this could be two or three. But then the manner of the second goal, Akinfeev putting it back in, as we discussed, it's the reaction of the goalkeeper that tells you that it was his fault. And for me, that was definitely his fault. 
And then Arsenal Tuna looked dangerous every attack. that uh, CSK had loads of the ball, created very little. Tula break, and every single time they, they broke with purpose and they eventually got their reward. Yeah, there you go. So it is that. Okay, of course, uh, on tomorrow, Monday, Rostov are playing Krasnodar. That is the first derby match of for Mr. Seoman, so good luck to him on that. We'll be in playing Ural tomorrow, looking to inflict more punishment and misery than you'd get in Andy Max dungeon, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Andrew, quickly looking ahead, because I want to speak about Valeri Karpian, uh, but we're going to have a look ahead at the games next weekend in the Russian Premier League. Um, the, the one that is jumping out at me right now is not the Derby game and not the Ural game, it's the Sochi Dinamo game, because I think on Sunday, 7 o'clock, that could be tricky for Dinamo. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, Sochi had um, a deputy score Matteo Cassiero today, Colombian striker. He looks very, very dangerous. Um, Jalzinho, who's just been a source of goals and assists for years in the Russian Premier League, he can only come off the bench, but he scored again. Um, I, I think that could be a very, very tricky game for Dinamo. Um, I'm not sure how much to read into the 2-1 the defeat, because it did seem... It didn't seem quite like their performance deserved um, to lose to a newly promoted side, but Sochi are very dangerous. Um, no European distractors anymore, so tough one that for Dynamo. Okay. Um, what are you going to call it? Are you going to call it a draw, win, or Dino? Uh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to sit on the fence and say a 1 1 draw, but I, I'm worried for Dynamo in this one. Andy Mack, what do you reckon? Um, I think I'm sneaking towards a home win. Uh, Sochi have, have won 2 0 last time out at home. I think 2 1 Sochi. 2 1 Sochi. Okay, that is fair enough. Um, okay, then on Monday, Ural are at home against Lokomotiv. That's at 4 30 Moscow time. Um, Loco are in such good form that, you know, Ural, they, they, it looks like another loss, doesn't it, Andrew? <laughs> it's so depressing talking about Ural this season there's virtually virtually no hope um, Loco don't need to worry about their defence Ural have no goal threat whatsoever um, a, a ground out draw is the best Ural can hope for but I think Loco shouldn't have too much trouble here but you never know it is the furthest trip out so Loco you know they've got to be careful OK Andrew Oh, Andy, sorry. Um, Loco don't really score too many, which, which is my worry. So if, if the longer it goes on, maybe a 1-0 Loco win. Okay. I'm actually going to call this for Oral. I think this is going to be their first win of the season. I think they're going to do it. I just think they're going to nip past it. I think that's what's going to Excellent, happen. Man. Yeah, I, I do think. I think it's going to be a scrappy one, and I think Loco will just choke a little bit. Um, they're on too good form right now. Of course, they have a huge game midweek, as we're going to discuss in just a moment. Okay, on Monday then, Monday evening at 7.30, uh, this is a huge one. Okay, and we'll be covering this, of course, next week. Okay, and the Oral game as well against Loco next week. Uh, on next week's show, but Siskas Spartak... Um, both these teams are both on 10 points at the moment on the table. Of course, Zenith are striding away undefeated so far this season. So are local, by the way. Um, but Siska definitely need to win this, don't they, Andy Mack? I think it's mega important for both of them going forward at the moment. Berezitsky might be coming under a bit of pressure, although I've liked, I, I really have liked what he's attempted with the formation and the players. Uh, for Spartak, yeah, absolutely huge. Uh, and I think they probably will be coming in off it. Uh, with a bit of confidence from midweek. But I think home history shows home sides generally do uh, better uh, in this competition. I think there's only been one away win and about 10. Oh. So Spartak for me. Okay, Spartak. So they're going to win away from home? No, Spartak are at home, no? 
No, no it's I've got it the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. CSKA then. <laughs> okay. Going Annie for Mac. home dominance. Annie Mac, Annie Mac getting mixed up, all right? So, like, when you seen the light of day and it's still dark outside, so... Um, <laughs> Andrew Flint, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, actually, I'm going to side with uh, Andy Mack's revised prediction there. Um, I do think Tisca... Um, it's, it's a lot of pressure on both. Rui Vittori is under massive pressure, more so than Berlitzowski even, but that is a, a huge win for them home to Himke this weekend so oh, yeah I think Tisca are going to edge this one probably both teams will score ok alright so that's uh, both guys saying that I, I'm not going to dispute that one I, I'm going to just roll along with them on that um, ok a quick look at the table of course uh, Loco uh, well, I said Zenit are top of the table are on 17 Loco just two points behind on 15 uh, points there in third place Sochi of course in second Dinamo are still in fourth place so they're still in with a chance but of course Rubin Rubin of course are playing tomorrow against Zenit so Zenit going to win and stretch their legs further stop the table in 7th and 8th place Siska and Spartak and Moscow Blast Himki are in 12th so just outside of the relegation zone ok uh, looking of course back to Russia's performances in the this round of the World Cup qualifiers Ireland getting a good draw of course midweek or last week against Serbia so we were all celebrating that um, it wasn't deserved Serbia did deserve to win that match but you know given what happened with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo cheating the week before well we're you know it was ok ok um, Andrew Flint, you did say that Russia were going to have a bit of a battle against Malta, uh, but they came through, Smolov and Bakayev scoring, uh, one either side of the half, 2-0 it finished to Russia. They are on track right now for, uh, for, the, for the World Cup qualifying or somewhere, aren't they? Because, I mean, they're in second place right now behind Croatia. Some tough matches coming up, but they're only behind on goal difference. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all set up for that final day um, away in Croatia. It's going to be a, it's an absolute humdinger, that one. I think the next three games, two at home, um, Slovakia and Slovenia flattered to deceive. I thought there would be more of a challenge in this group, to be honest. Um, so if Russia can pick up, say, seven points from those three games leading up to that final game against Croatia, it is technically, mathematically in their hands. Um I've been quietly impressed with uh, what Mr. Carpin's done, rotating the strikers, um, using a few of the younger players, and, and, and no goals conceded in three games. It's, it's quite impressive stuff, I think, so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. I know he has good qualities as a coach. I felt that he was under too much pressure. I didn't know if he was going to be able to balance it. The fact that he's given away the, the FC Rostov role does seem to have worked. In his favour, um, Andy Mack, what do you reckon? Has Karpin, has he, has he led a Russian revolution? I wouldn't quite go that far yet. Um, I think the important one out of those two was making sure that um, they got the away win um, in Cyprus because that had a potential banana skin. Um, I think they should be thoroughly disappointed with 2-0 against Malta. Um, I think... But well, Andy, Malta aren't that bad, though. I no, mean, they've been doing all right. No, they're not. It was a steady performance, but... If they're coming down to that last game against Croatia, goal scored. Uh, I think Croatia okay, have, that's fair enough. Have, um, have ripped a hole in a few teams in this group. So um, that might actually play into Croatia's hands if, if Russia can keep that up. But Okay, that is fair enough. Okay, plus seven. Uh, f- <laughs> plus seven, 95 Hashtag hockey. Send it into us to win two tickets to this Tuesday, 7.30 at the Megasport Arena. The uh, Spartak Moscow, uh, Ska, I was going to say Zenit, the Ska St. Petersburg, we're the same team, uh, Ska St. Petersburg KHL Showdown. Okay, now we're going to have a look at midweek course. Uh, Zenit, 
on Tuesday are away in London against Chelsea. Um, that's an interesting one because people didn't know who was going to be able to take place in England given COVID restrictions and so on. Um, Andrew Flint, that's, that's, a, that's a tough opener for, for Zenit, but do you think they might scrape something out of it? Uh, well, if they get a point out of that, that's a fantastic start. I don't think they'll have a huge amount of expectations because the last few years they've been utterly dreadful in Europe. Um, last season in particular was a very disappointing campaign in what looked like a manageable group. Um, I'd say, uh, yeah, a, a point is the best they could hope for. I don't think they will get it. Um, uh, Chelsea are just a well, they're European champions for a reason. Um, but oh. you never know. Okay. Uh, Andy Mack, what do you reckon? Can they get a point? Um, in short, no. Okay. But I think Aston Villa gave them a glimmer of what is possible. Um, the biggest concern for me is Zenit concede quite a lot for a team that are top of the league at the moment and I think they'll lose because of that. Okay. Right. On um, Wednesday, that's of course Tuesday evening, 10 o'clock Moscow time. On Tuesday, it's back in Spartak out of the Akriti Arena. Spartak had taken on Legia Warsaw. Um, Andy Mack, that's a 5.30 kickoff. Uh, Spartak need to win that. They, can't, they cannot drop a, uh, like two points. They need a win because they're going to get hockey in that group of boys. Um, yeah, and I think it's a great, great starting fixture for them in that group because Legia have been woeful. They're going through financial difficulties. They've lost their last two in the league. They're in the relegation zone after about five games in Poland. So if they don't win it, I mean, um, I, I think we could be looking at a new manager before the end of even before the end of September. Okay, all right. And uh, Andrew Flint, what do you reckon? Quickly, is that uh, possible for Spartak to get a win there? Yeah, absolutely nailed on. Andy Max got it right. Um, anything other than a comfortable win will be embarrassing, quite frankly. Okay, that's fair enough. And of course, on Thursday, Loco are enter- entertaining Marseille. Of course, Marseille, former champions. Okay, we won't say how they became champions, whether it's uh, the chemistry of it. Well, chemistry on and off the field, and of course, what they paid as well. Um, that, that they, they, it's unlikely they're going to win, but they could get a point that win, can't they, Andrew Vint? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's going to be a difficult one. It's a very tough group, um, but I'd say a point would be a decent start. Um, they've got a good young side, Loco, a lot to prove, um, a lot of unproven lack of experience, but you never know. They could be the innocence of youth, could get them through. Okay. Andy Mack, what do you reckon, a point? I think they might sneak a win. Interesting. Interesting. All right, he says that very confidently. Uh, we'll discuss that after the break. Okay, uh, thank you very much to Andrew Flint. We're going to come back, of course, with Peter Staunton of Gold.com. So, uh, to play us out to the break and, of course, into the next section, we have Train and Drive By. Back after this with Peter Staunton. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. On the other side of the street I knew Stood a girl that looked like you I guess that's deja vu But I thought this can't be true Cause you moved to West LA Or New York or Santa Fe Or wherever to get away from me Oh, but that one night Was more than just right I didn't leave you Cause I was all through Oh, I was overwhelmed And frankly scared as hell Because I really felt
every mile you drove away But now here you are again So let's skip to how you've been And get down to the morning friends at last Oh, but that one night is still the highlight I didn't need you until I came to And I was overwhelmed And frankly scared as hell Because I really fell for To Capital Sports here on Moscow's Capital FM. I'm Alan Moore. I remember, plus seven nine two five one 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 zero five three. Hashtag hockey, and you will get yourself a chance to win two tickets to this week's massive ice hockey game between Spartak Moscow and Ska St. Petersburg. Okay, folks, this section for segment, of course, is brought to you in association with our partnership with our partners at Match Business Consulting, Russia's number one sports business consultancy. Okay, folks, we're going to go straight away to Leeds and welcome on to uh, welcome on to the sh- Well, actually, we're just waiting for him to, he's not actually answering the phone right now. We'll, we'll get him in a moment. Uh, Andy Mack, uh, just very, very quickly, Real Madrid are losing right now in La Liga. They are, yeah. They've uh, conceded a very, very early goal uh, at home to Celta Vigo uh, after four minutes. It was Mina. Um, 23 gone now, still one down. Roma have taken the lead in Italy. That's about the only update so far. Okay, um, Andy. Uh, we, of course, we wanted. We should have mentioned the English Premier League because, of course, the well, we're going to speak with Peter with with Peter about in just a moment. Of course, is the return of Cristiano Ronaldo. He did quite well, didn't he? Um, couldn't have really been scripted better unless he'd got a hat-trick. Um, he got two. One, got, got one two. short of a hat-trick, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I mean, quite frankly, just the fact just he, the fact he was back 
two early goals, uh, Bruno Fernandes scoring, I thought, was, you know, just summed it up, really, that actually they might be more compatible at Man U than what they are at Portugal. Um, so, extra excitement. Um, there we go. It's okay. And, of course, we know that uh, Cristiano never takes no for an answer. So, um, we're delighted to get on to the show back. Uh, like, it's been a year. This time last year, we were speaking with him. Um, and we're speaking about uh, a curse. But we're not going to speak about that right now. I want to welcome onto the show a great friend of ours. And uh, actually, a friend of Russia in general. Because he's someone who writes perfectly and brilliantly. And also accommodates very, very well as well. Peter Staunton of Goal.com. Welcome onto Capital Sports. Well, thanks very much for the beautiful welcome, Alan. Yes, I'm delighted. And I'm just looking at your, your, uh, your Skype photo, and it's impressive. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not actually the European Cup behind me. <laughs> it's a actually... picture of the European Cup. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, either it's very, very big, or you're very, very small. You're not yeah, small. I've never been that close. I've never <laughs> been that close. I have held the Europa. I've held the Europa. I've been close to the World Cup, but I've, I've never got close to the Champions League, sadly. Oh, no, me too. Actually, do you know what? This, and, yeah. and as a Mayo man, I've never got close to Sam Maguire either. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, listen, we're going to get that one out of the way right away. I, am, <laughs> I was really upset yesterday because we're speaking about Mayo. This is now the Gaelic football. The Ireland final was yesterday. Mayo, um, seven, well, what, 11 times in the last well, 50 odd years they've been in the final. They've been just unbelievably good, unbelievably close. They, I mean, it's very hard to score own goals in Gaelic football. But they scored yeah. on goals a couple of years ago to lose the final. Um, actually, to bring to a draw. Yesterday, they played against a team from Tyrone, who I have my questions around because they said that they couldn't play one match because of COVID. They got the next couple of weeks off. But Mayo lost again. Is it the curse, Peter? And what is the curse? Well, okay. Well, for the benefit of your listeners, I'll run through the curse. Um, so... 1951 was the, the, the last time that Mayo won uh, the All-Ireland. I mean, that's 70 years ago now. Sometimes I get the feeling that I'll be sat here in 2091 talking about the curse 140 <laughs> years ago, you know. But anyway, so that was 70 years ago. And so it goes that, um, you know, the tradition in Ireland is a funeral cortege is, is making its way past. You're supposed to pull into the side of the road and let the funeral go by. And seemingly the team bus that day uh, didn't do so. And as a result of that, some, I don't know who it was, some widow uh, put a curse on the team and said, until every member of that squad has passed away, that they are never going to win another one again. Um, and here we are, 70 years later, and it, it still hasn't come to pass. Now, the thing is with the curse, it's a funny one, Alan, because when I was growing up, you know, Mayo were, you know, we got to the final, I think 1989, I think was probably the uh, the first one I remember. But there was no mention of a curse ever. Uh, the curse didn't really start surfacing. I don't think until like 2000. And, I know we were in. We, we played Kerry a couple of times around 2006, and I think that was the first time I'd ever heard of the curse. So it's one of these things that has grown legs in the last maybe 10, 15 years, you know. And then social media, and then it becomes almost like a Chinese whispers thing, and it grows and grows and grows. But for years, I mean, for at least 55 of those 70 years, nobody ever spoke about any curse. Never. I but now any... it seems to be the big thing to talk about. I've seen people on Twitter who don't even know anything about Gaelic football, don't know anything about sport, <laughs> talking about the Mayo curse all of a sudden. And you know the weird thing is, there's only one player left, isn't there? There's only one man, uh, Burns. Yeah, I, think he, I, I believe I, I, there was either one or two. I believe one was in the States and I believe one is in Kerry. Um, still going strong, thankfully. And, and I have to agree with, uh, I think it was an interview and I think it was David Brady that said, you know, um, 
he should be the first person to be thanked when Mayo eventually do win the All-Ireland and he should be our first soldier leading us out to battle in Crow Park just to show people that we're, go- you know, we're putting two fingers up to this talk of a curse because <laughs> at the end of the day the curse is inside their heads Alan because if you can't get over the line in the final it's got nothing to do with what happened in the previous 70 years and what it. happens in those 70 minutes on the field and I think everybody who watched the game yesterday would have to agree that Mayo were just not on yeah. the game yesterday no, Alan no, they just no. weren't there No, I mean, I mean we, we, we were in contact after the semi-final when they beat Dublin which was I mean, D- Dublin, uh, for again, listeners, they had won six titles, so six national titles in a row. They were the most dominant team for so long and a very, you know, this is an amateur sport, but they were a brilliant side. Mayo. Superhuman. Be- yeah, superhuman. And Mayo bet them at their own game and Mayo just stood up to them. And okay, these are guys who are like, you know, they work full time and then this is their part time job, but they, they play like professionals. Anyway. Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. I live here in the UK and people say to me, Alan, they ask, oh, so how much are they on? Uh, for this yeah. and I'm going they're getting paid expenses they're getting paid their petrol up and down to training they, and people in the UK it's a professional sport and background cricket rugby league whatever it may be they can't believe it they can't believe how fit these guys are how committed they are uh, how good they are and they don't get paid for it it's unbelievable I know I know it's just some, it's just shocking. well okay we move away from Mayo I hope Mayo will break the course next year not the course I hope they just oh, win next year just win uh, just win uh, Alan as my Eurovision idol Johnny Logan once sang uh, for a gold medal, what's another year? <laughs> and you also said, hold me now, but I'm in the studio with Andy Mack. I'm not going to sing that right away. <laughs> Andy, no. <laughs> down, boy, down. Okay. Sorry. Andy Mack is here to see you, so you can say hello, Peter, if you want, or you can say hello to you. Uh, uh, Andy Mack, my good friend. Long time no speak. Very long. I, I was just about to ask you whether those two last remaining Mayo players have security for next year. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Who knows? I think I think they'll, they'll have to keep keep watch outside the nursing homes. <laughs> They're there with uh, Grigory Rochenko, wherever it is, with their faces <laughs> changed. Right, and um, Peter, um, Cristiano Ronaldo. We spoke about him coming back and the huge impact that he's made. Um, we like last week when yeah, last week when we discussed it two weeks ago. Um, we said that like, there's all, so many question marks around him and that was a right to come back. And of course, the media are just like, oh, he's so great, he's so great. But it's kind of you know, it, it feels, I'm, I, as a footballer, I'm a fan of his. I think he's terrific. All other things aside, I think he's very, very good. He does a lot of good work off the field, quietly for you know, charity and so on and so forth. He is a good guy in that sense. But should, should we be kind of feeling a little bit awkward about him? If, look, um, not to drag too many other people into it, but I mean, Manchester United invited Ryan Giggs to that game yesterday, who's awaiting trial for uh, for um, a, a domestic abuse, you know, against his um, against his partner. Um, obviously, there's been you know there's been players there who've been charged with, with these kind of things before at that club, and you would have to say that the allegations around Ronaldo they're not they're not exclusive to Ronaldo in the game of football. You know, you only have to look at what happened with your own Boateng last week. I mean. He's, he's, faced, he's faced a 1.8 million euro fine for domestic abuse uh, while he was on holiday with his partner. Now, in, this, in essence, all the way during his contract at Bayern Munich, from, from once those allegations surfaced till, till the charge actually became finalised, were they, were they harbouring him at that stage? Should they cut their ties? You know, it's a, it, it's a very, very strange situation. And in Ronaldo's case, actually, I do have a certain amount of, I won't call it sympathy, but, you know, I think Ronaldo's entitled to a fair defence uh, in some regard because this allegation surfaced. Uh, the police have decided there's not enough evidence to charge him um, and to proceed with the case. And, and it's been dropped. But you know as well as I do, in the court of public opinion, that, that counts for absolutely nothing. You know, in Ronaldo's case, he's probably as well off going to trial, getting cleared so he can actually have, you know, the clearance in his name. Because right now, it seems that anybody can throw any sort of allegation at Ronaldo. There's not much he can do about it because it's never going to go to court. So, 
in a way, his hands are really tied uh, in that regard. Um, so, you know, it's, for me, it's, it's, it's a very, very um, strange situation. I have to say, I take it from, from your perspective that, you know, I can celebrate everything that Ronaldo does on the field because he's an extraordinary footballer, in my opinion, the best ever. Um, two goals yesterday, again, um, you know, breaking the record against Ireland last week. You know, he's, he's he, you know, I use the word superhuman in regards to the Dublin team. Ronaldo's superhuman. Yeah. He's a superhuman athlete. But it's like in any walk of life, you don't, you, you don't have to appreciate who somebody is to appreciate what they do. That's it. Look, again, I, it, is, it is difficult to separate it. But, I mean, I did it, for example, last year, this year, with the Tour de France. I just said, okay, I'm just going to enjoy the, the spectacle. I'm just going to enjoy what goes on. Because after a while, when you're, you know, you can go down a rabbit hole and feel very, very, I don't know, isolate yourself mentally. Or you can just say, do you know what? Yeah. You know, just, and you can, you know, you can believe nothing is real, for example, you know. Exactly. So exactly. Sometimes it just requires a, a, a temporary suspension of your, of, 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 your, of your disbelief. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Olympics over the summer. There was some interesting results there as well. <laughs> Yeah, very, very. Okay, listen, uh, talk about interesting results. Uh, at Leeds, I, I, I think you were covering that match today, Leeds against Liverpool. Um, Harvey Elliott uh, went off with a, a fairly bad injury. He seems to be, you know, he's okay, getting, you know, he's recovering. But 3-0 um, win for Liverpool. Mo Salah, his 100th uh, goal um, in the Premier League. Is this Liverpool racing towards the title or do you think that maybe Man City might uh, scupper them yet or even Man United? It's a good question. It's a good question. Um, and I think, you know, Liverpool are, are one of these teams. The, the, the fans have been crying out now for two summers for big signings. Where's the money going? You know, obviously they got Thiago in last summer uh, who's fitting in quite well now. I think he had a, a great second half to the season last year and he started the season really well, Thiago has, uh, for Liverpool. But they want to upgrade all the time, these fans do. You know, they're like, where is Mbappe or where is this, where is that? But in actual fact, you know, in Salah especially, I, I mean, Mane's gone off the boil. I, I don't think Mane will ever recover to the level that, that he's been at with Liverpool over the last sort of three or four years. I think he's done at the very, very top level. But Mohamed Salah... What a player. And why would you need to go into the market for another striker when you've got a player like Mohamed Salah who could do for Liverpool what Lionel Messi was doing for Barcelona? And I mean that with no exaggeration. The guy is that important and that good to, for Liverpool. I love watching him. Always has a positive impact on the field. Um, always contributes in terms of uh, goals, especially goals and, uh, and the odd few assists as well. Um, and, and I think Jurgen Klopp is proving, again, to me, that you know he's the best manager in the world because... Pep Guardiola, see, Pep Guardiola doesn't like a certain element within his team. Well, he can go and spend 70 million to replace that element, or he can spend 100 million on Jack Reed. It's just because he feels like it. You know, he kind of cheers himself up uh, for not winning the Champions League final by, by buying Jack Grealish for 100 million. That's crazy. Jurgen Klopp can't do that. He has to, you know, mend and make do the same way that coaches, you know, down the pyramid uh, have to do so as well. He has to get enormous props for that. To get a Premier League and a Champions League out of a squad that's not spending at the highest level and still not spending at the highest level. I mean, for me, that's a phenomenal achievement. And I, I do hope, actually, that they go on and win the league this year and they'll definitely be there or thereabouts. Uh, quick question for you, Peter. This season, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. For the English clubs going in, there now seems to be like there's going to be a bit of a COVID issue. But with that bearing in mind and uh, the, the top four heavily involved in Europe, who do you think out of City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man U will win or, or someone else? What, Champions League. 
uh, the Premier League. Do you, I mean, I mean do, you, do you think they can really afford to take the Champions League as seriously this year if there's going to be COVID restrictions for the players travelling and then coming back in? Yeah, who knows what's going to happen with COVID. It, it looks like a, a bit of a mess. But if I had to say, you know, stripping the restrictions out of it, um, I think Chelsea look unbeatable. Uh, I know I just bigged up Liverpool there, but I think Lukaku's the missing piece of the jigsaw for Chelsea. Uh, I know they just just won the Champions League, but definitely the missing piece of the jigsaw in the Premier League. And, you know, they're just so complete. Um, you know, we saw last year, for example, when Lewandowski misses a game for Bayern, they get put out by PSG. When Mbappe misses a game for PSG, they get put out by Man City. I just don't see the same thing happening uh, with Chelsea. They're so deep. Uh, you know, they've got... Two, I wouldn't say world-class in every position, but they've certainly got European-class players in every position on the field. And probably one of the best goalkeepers in the world in Mendy and probably one of the best strikers in the world in Lukaku. If he stays fit, I can't see Chelsea really getting beaten in many games at all this season. Um, one question for me, again, related to Europe. We have, of course, in the Europa League, we have uh, of interest to our local fans here, of course, we have uh, Leicester City uh, playing Spartak. Now, um, what do you reckon? Can Spartak? I mean, they're 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 in a bit of a crisis as usual. Um, but how are Leicester City shaping up? I think they're, it's a bit of an indifferent start to the season that they've had this year. Um, they haven't really kicked on. I know. I know Fofana getting injured in, in pre-season uh, was a was a hefty blow. I think they were really going to rely on him. Um, you know, he, they're, they're they're talking about him coming into the um, into the reckoning for the senior France team. Uh, at this stage and displays him one of their senior centre-backs. So losing him, I think, was a bit of a blow uh, and having to go in with Soyuncu Chu and, and Johnny Evans and guys like that again. Um, but, you know, the guys that they brought in, uh, you know, they, they brought in uh, Sumare from Lille and, and, and they brought in Pats and Daka. Are these the type of guys that are going to hit the ground running in the Premier League? Uh, I'm not so sure. Um, so, and I think they've flattered to deceive. If I'm perfectly honest, I think they've flattered to deceive since Rodgers has been at Leicester. You know, I think uh, the advantages that they've had sort of over the past two seasons, um, you know, in terms of that top four race, they should have really closed those races out. I think they, they let the, the back door open to Man United one year uh, and last year they fell away. Um, really, really disappointing. Uh, and I think they've been poor in, in certain big games as well, Leicester. Uh, I think they've been a bit of a disappointment. And I'm looking around the squad as well. And I think the recruitment has been very, very good. Uh, in the last few years, I'm um, looking at people like Wilfred and Didi especially and, and Yuri Tielemans and I'm just thinking, you know what? I don't think he's getting as much out of that squad as he should be. Okay, Peter, listen, thank you so much for that because that is going to give a lot of hope to our Spartak fans here, of course. Um, yeah. And they're going to be delighted with it. So, uh, look, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let you go. Thank you so, so much. Unless you'd like to join us for the quiz in a few minutes. What's what's on the what's on the agenda for the quiz? Oh, oh, we've got him hooked. Oh yes, a Mayo man. He's going to bring home the green and gold of Mayo. Are going to, I'll, be I, I'll tell you, I, I'm downstairs. I'm just waiting for a knock on 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 the ceiling slash uh, floor from upstairs for my wife to tell me that it's all over. I need to I need to go and deal with bedtime for the children. But come on, okay, tell right. Me, Listen, you're going to okay. We're going to come back to you after this. We're going to we're going to uh, include you in our quiz because you will enjoy it. There's NFL questions, there's NFL questions, and there's also a missing word quiz. So I know you're going to win it. You have to bring home the gold this time for Mayo. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, folks. Of course, that segment is brought to you by Match Business Consulting, Russia's number one sports business consulting. We're going to go out right now to the break with Outcast and Hey Ya. Back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Sports with Alan Moore. One, two, three, up. Uh.
лучшее завершение уикенда на Capital. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера продолжаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Вспомни, как долго ты выбираешь фильм или сериал. Время выбирать прошло. Наступило время смотреть. Легкий поиск и продвинутая система рекомендаций. Иви быстро и точно подберут фильм, который вам точно понравится. Иви. Скорее к истории. Реклама 18+. Okay, welcome back, folks. I hope you enjoyed that musical interlude. We have our contestants waiting, one in studio and four on the line. And we're going to start off very, very quickly to mention the NFL, of course. The Steelers have come back from 10-3 down to lead 20-10 against the Bills. That is in Buffalo, and there is around six and a half minutes left in that. Peter P., very, very quickly, who are you tipping for the Super Bowl this year? All right. Uh, I'm going to say my favorites are definitely the previous Super Bowl champions, uh, the Bucks, of course. And you wouldn't be wrong to bet on the Bills as well. They're, they've oh. been doing uh, recently well uh, the past season. So, uh, yeah. But, again, my least favorites, I, 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 I don't want to smack them down. I don't want to talk crap about them. But it is what it is. The Jacks, the, 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 yeah, the, the Jaguars. And the Jets were doing pretty poorly last season, so I wouldn't bet on them. Okay, and of course, the Bills are losing right now, but they have a very good team, They're a very good team. I, li I like what you've said. Uh, quick run around uh, the house right now, the games that are on right now. They're, they're all basically in the third or fourth quarter. Uh, Washington football team are losing to the Chargers 2016. The Eagles are 22-6 up against the Falcons. Uh, as I mentioned, oh, the, Bull, uh, the, sorry, the Bills have gotten a field goal, so they're now t uh, just one touchdown away from the Steelers. Vikings are losing 21-24 against the Bengals. The beloved Bengals of Eastold. Eastold, happy birthday from all of us here at Capital Sports. She's celebrating her birthday today, so like long, long may she live. Um, that sounds very bad, doesn't it? Okay, <laughs> right. The uh, 49ers are 41-17 up against the Lions. Cardinals 38-13 up against the Tennessee Titans. Seahawks 28-10 up against the Colts. Um, the Jets are 19-8 uh, down against the Panthers. And the Jags are losing, just as Peter P said, they are 34-14 down. Okay, and of course, uh, in 25 minutes, or actually about 40 minutes, the Cleveland Browns are uh, playing the Chiefs, in the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas. Okay, also the Dolphins are playing the Patriots, the Packers, the Saints, the Broncos and the Giants. That's all starting in, well, at uh, 25 past 11. Okay, guys, uh, straight away into the quiz. Um, three rounds, so nice and easy. Peter Staunton is going to bring home... This is better than the Sam Maguire, Peter. This is so much better than the Sam Maguire. I promise you that. Um, so, starting off with Andrew Flint is coming in first. Then double N, Andy Mack, Peter Staunton, and Peter P. Okay, so the first question, okay? I'm going to give you the name of the defunct NFL team. You're going to give me the city, all right? So, Andrew Flint, the Celts or the Celts, what city did they play in? Oh, I'm going to get... Boston, but I'm probably wrong. You are right to say that you're probably wrong. 
because you are wrong. It is Cincinnati. <laughs> there you go, Cincinnati. There you go. We live and learn every single day. Okay. Uh, double N, the Heralds. The Heralds. H-E-R-A-L-D-S. Uh, uh, all right. Um, let's say Cincinnati Reds. Let's say, um, Detroit. I don't know. <laughs> well done. Well done, <laughs> Double N. You got it right. It's Detroit. Okay. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You, well done. Well I done. know. I swear. <laughs> no, listen. I believe. Double N. I know. I believe you. All right. Andy Mack. The Jeffersons. <laughs> Uh, Washington. <laughs> Rochester. Uh. You said that so confidently. I should have said, yes, well done, well done. So, <laughs> no, it is the uh, Rochester Jeff- Jeffersons. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can see why they defunct. Uh, yeah, very. Okay. Uh, Peter Staunton, the Lions. The Lions. Lions. That's Detroit, isn't it? No, 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 no. This is a defunct team. You're right. It is. I'm going to give you a point for saying... That, okay? That is Detroit. You're correct. But there was another Lions. Yeah, there was another Lions back in, well, when they started off the uh, NFL. All right, okay, okay. Lions. I'm just trying to think what US state Lions roam freely around. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Let's go for... Let's go for San Diego. No, no, it's 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 Brooklyn. But you got a point. You got a point. Okay, you got a point. So okay, <laughs> you stuck it out of bar, which is more than Aidan O'Shea did yesterday. Anyway, but um, oh, <laughs> I know, I know. I, God love him. Uh, all right, uh, Peter P. All right, the Badgers, the Badgers. Oh, it has to be like Denver or something. You're Denver. You said Denver, correct? Yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh. That is unbelievable. Did I get it right? No, you didn't. It's, it's Milwaukee. <laughs> it's Milwaukee. Oh, well, yeah, I told you. It's, it's somewhere around those parts. So All right. I, yeah. I, Milwaukee. I, I can but... hustle a point there. I, I, no. <laughs> Milwaukee is not out around Denver, for God's sake, man. Okay. Right, I'm going to give you all a chance to uh, get an extra five points for this. Okay. I'm going to ask you all in turn, where is the team Maroons from? Maroons. Okay. Andrew Flint, where are the Maroons from? The Maroons? Yeah. Um, oh, Christ alive. Uh, Stop looking online. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, double N? Um, what city? Baltimore? No. Andy Mack? Kansas? No. Peter Staunton? Milwaukee. <laughs> Actually, he's not, I'm going to give you a point for that because it's not far away. Okay, it's not there. Peter P? Denver. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Florida. Florida, Florida, no, Kenosha, Kenosha. There you go. Okay, so after that round, where is that? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one from America. You tell me. All right. Okay. In, I'm sorry, but that, that sounds like a made-up name. It's not. It's a real. It's a real <laughs> town. Point, to be fair, he doesn't have a point. To be fair, I believe that's a real place. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, okay. I'm not convinced this place is real. <laughs> All right, I'll Google it and tell you in a moment. Okay, uh, okay. so straight away into the missing word round, okay? Missing word round. Ten points for a funny answer, five points for the correct one. Okay, so uh, Andrew, Raduchanu what in New York, uh, in, in New York victory? Raduchanu what in New York victory? Raduchanu... Uh 
logged on to Twitter and says hi to Piers Morgan. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you five points for that. One. That's actually quite good. No, it's radiates, radiates. Um, okay, double N. Teens, oh, oh, teens, what? U.S. Open final. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Andy Max. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Let's say crashes. I'll give you two points for that. No, it is serve up a treat. It's tennis. Serve up a treat. Okay, Andy Mack, this one's for you. Super League what have changed their tune? Super League what have changed their tune? Um, can you give me a sport? Football. European Super League, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. I mean, super. <laughs> yeah, that's no, uh, fair enough. <laughs> criminals. Oh, backers. Okay, I'm going to give you five for it because it's wantaways, wantaways. Okay, all right. Peter Staunton, for you. Okay. This is from Ronaldo. Man United's return is the what I've made. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, go- I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you six points for that one because that is a mistake. It's actually from the front page of Goal.com. It's best decision <laughs> <laughs> from your. Oh, I was off today. <laughs> <laughs> this is your own publication, and I just. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. <clears throat> Peter P. Here we go. This is about Evander Holyfield. We're, folks, we're not speaking about Evander Holyfield's fight last night because man's 58, he's turning 59 quite soon. He got knocked out last night in the first round. He was knocked out. He just looked completely that he wasn't there. So, um, But this, this, this headline came up. It's like, um, Holyfield gets license, what? Peter Peters for you. Holyfield gets license, license, what? Uh, I, I didn't see the fight. And you say that uh, he was... Out of it, Ben. Yeah, yeah, am I, yeah, yeah. Am I right? Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Um, I guess it's um, um, a, 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 a license of a senior citizen. <laughs> You're getting five points. It's to fight again, to fight again. But again, folks, this is something that was really oof, wrong, and it's it's boxing looking to try and catch up and take part of the market for MMA. It just looked really, really bad. Actually, he fought an MMA fighter actually. Uh, okay, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, right, final round. Of course, this is it's basically multiple choice. So you've you've got a chance to get twenty points for this. So everyone can still win it. Okay, uh, we've actually had it where double ends actually come from behind. Actually won it uh, the last throw of the dice. Okay, okay, here we go. Andrew Flint, Jacksonville Jaguars entered the NFL in which year? Nineteen ninety four, ninety five, or ninety six? Ninety four, ninety five, or ninety six? Definitely, definitely ninety six. Oh, well done. Well done. You were so certain with that. It was actually 1995. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're really teasing me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, you're after setting up Andy Mack here in the studio. That's not a good thing. Right. <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> Double N. Seattle Seahawks. Okay. They entered the NFL in 1975, 76 or 77. 75, 76, or 77? Um, I'll go with 77 for sure. Oh, you're so confident with that one, but you shouldn't have been because it's wrong. It's actually 1975. Okay, oh. 75, okay. Uh, Andy Mack, here's one for you. Okay, so who joined in 1995 with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Was it the Atlanta Falcons, 
the Carolina Panthers or the Baltimore Ravens? So the Falcons? Falcons. Oh, you just jumped straight in there. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. You're incorrect. It's actually the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> so, <laughs> Peter, Peter Staunton, there's no pressure on you, right? There's no pressure. Right. You're in front of the goals, okay? If you tap this over the bar, you win, okay? Oh, it's even a penalty kick like we had yesterday. Oh, jeez. Don't talk. Oh, God. I was listening on the radio and there's a penalty awarded. Oh, God. And, they, and it goes wide. It go, okay. Uh, did it hit the post or the keeper saved it? No, it did hit the post, outside of the post. But from the TV angle, it did look like the goalkeeper saved it. But no, it was it was, it was clean. It was just wide. Just missed the target. Right. Awful, awful. Okay. Right. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Who plays at the Levi's Stadium? The Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, or the Texas uh, Tennessee Titans? So the Cowboys, the 49ers, or the Titans? Um... I think it. I think Levi's is. I think Levi's. I think that's a San Francisco brand. If I'm honest. I'm going to go for San Francisco. Final answer. What? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to phone a friend? <laughs> All right. No. Okay. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> there's. I. I. I knew you were going to get. It. Well done. Okay. And folks, there's no fixing this. This was genuine. Okay. Peter P. Finally, this is to come in second place. Okay. Okay, you can do this. This is a field goal from a long way out, but you can stick it between the posts. Okay, um, who plays in Landover, Maryland? Is it the Baltimore Ravens, New England Patriots, or the Washington football team? So the Ravens, the Patriots, or the football team? All right, uh, this is for the win. The no, 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 second place, second place. Uh, this is uh, for the second place, Yeah, the Ravens. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> you can be positive, but not sure. But okay. All right. You're actually wrong. It's the Washington football team. There you go. They play in Andover, Maryland. Okay. So the winner of the Big 550 quiz tonight called in at the last moment to lay substitute. shoot. Peter Staunton, congratulations. Uh, thanks very much. Um, <laughs> Shall I give the victory speech in, in Irish? It's Mahalam on Corn Glocka. That's what he said. I'm very happy to take it. Peter, thank you very, very much. Well done. Uh, and listen, I, I hope you didn't wake up the kids. No, one of them's here beside me watching YouTube, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Listen, thank you very much. Guys, thank you very, very much for your time this evening. And of course, talk to you all next week. Uh, Andy Mack, thank you very much as well. Thank you. Nice okay. to be back. Lovely. And, of course, the winner for our giveaway is Jessica. Jessica, congratulations. Jessica uh, Nialungu. Nialungu, I got that right. Uh, I'm going to send you details on that uh, a little bit later on this evening. Thank you very much for that, folks. We're going to go away right now. Of course, we're back next week. Um, and just enjoy the week. Of course, there's lots of sports on this week. The KHL is in full flight. Lots of games this week. The Europa League uh, will be... Like give us a bit of entertainment this week as well. So, in the meantime, until we speak to you next week, have a lovely time. Take care of yourselves and each other. We're going to go out because we will make always on Capital Sports everything all right. This is Judah on the line and all right. Back next week. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. We're gonna be alright.
Voice in my head says We're gonna be alright